Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today, we're gonna to talk about a very important topic. We'll start with a question from someone who finds themselves dreading work and feeling depleted. We'll spend the second part of our podcast addressing burnout from the manager's side. What do you do if one of your staff members is burning out? This is such a vital issue. And I think, unfortunately, it's on the rise right now. Yeah. So I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's our question. I've been working for the same company for many years, and I've always loved my work. I'm a hard worker who's moved up the ladder by putting in long hours and never saying no to an assignment. In the last few months, however, my relationship to work has changed. I wake up with a feeling of dread. I go to work anxious and tired, and I get a pit in my stomach whenever I'm handed a new project. I can't wait for meetings and presentations to be over. I find my coworkers irritating and I'm having trouble focusing on my work during the day. The other day I had a panic attack when I heard that we had to do a rush job for a difficult client. What's wrong with me? Wow. <laughs> That's a pretty good description of burnout. burnout. Yeah. Person is in burnout. And, you know, even if you relate it to half of what this questioner is saying, you may be in burnout. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that's interesting, uh, first of all, it's great that this person is noticing that their relationship to work has changed so fundamentally. And I think if you are in the state of burnout, it's usually very confusing because you're not yourself. You're not yeah. your usual self. And yet the very qualities that this person describes, a hard worker who's moved up the ladder, putting in long hours, never saying no to an assignment, those traits can often lead to a state where you literally have depleted your system and you hit a point of burnout. Yeah. I mean, so if you can just help everyone understand, like what actually is burnout? So we are talking about this um, burnout in my understanding, and as I have studied it, is really a, a state of depletion Yeah, where you have worked for so long and so hard sort of on all pistons. Yeah. And so you're, you've been, you're probably, your brain has been hyperactive. Your, uh, your uh, nervous system has also been hypervigilant probably mm -hmm. for a long period of time. And so what happens is after all this time of spending all this intense energy, constantly churning and churning and churning without any rest. Yeah. The system burns out. It's sort of like a, a motor engine that needs oil and it just, you know, implodes. Yeah. You gave me this really good article uh, from the Mayo Clinic and it's called Job Burnout, How to Spot It and Take Action. And actually they talk about a couple of things that go on in the workplace that I thought were very telling. Yeah. One is you feel a lack of control that, you know, you, you have no influence over your job or your schedule. You just keep yeah. 
they just keep demanding. Another is unclear job expectations. And that's a biggie. I think that yes. happens to a lot of people and they don't realize it's having an effect on them. Yeah. Dysfunctional workplace dynamics, very common. So yeah. you may be working with an office bully. You may feel undermined by a colleague. This all contributes. Um, right. Extremes of activity when a job is chaotic. And yeah. you're, you, you constantly need more energy to remain focused. I feel like the right. country going through that, um, you know, a lack of social support where you feel isolated, you know, the, these things, or if there's no work-life balance, these things really contribute to, to burnout. That's right. So that's why it's probably so common right now. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I think with the pandemic too, because there was so much isolation. Yes. And and there were actually the people who needed to show up in, in person and do work, but that sense of just unending demand on their time yep. and also uncertainty. So going to right. the unclear expectations. And this person who's been working for the same company for many years is probably confused. Why would I suddenly be you know, why would I feel a sense of dread? Why would I be looking at work as a burden and something I no longer care about than yeah. something I've always loved? Um, we were talking earlier today, Kathy, and I work with someone right now who the, the cycle of business has changed such that there's no rest time. And that's really kind of the big problem, I think. You know, they talk about for people in healthcare that you can have compassion fatigue because there's no end to the work cycle. Yeah. So to so that's that speaks to people in hospitals also that went through COVID. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can see why so many people quit working there. They were probably in burnout. That's right. So this is a real, real, this is a real problem. It's a real phenomenon. And as you mentioned earlier, it can be connected to depression. Mm -hmm. But frankly, if your entire system is depressed, you're going to be depressed, you know? Right, right. <laughs> like depression is an emotion that may come with this condition. Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily precede it. Well, I'm just wondering what can this person do? Absolutely. So the, the most important thing you can do is actually to start with train, doing things that improve your physical condition and your physical environment. Mm -hmm. um, it's burnout is not usually it takes a long time to get there, you know, to get to a burnt out place. So recovering from it takes a while as well. But mm -hmm. the first thing that you could do, and I think the first thing that needs to happen is to create uh, limits and to create breaks. Yeah. And so that you find ways to, you know, shorten your work day that you take time to exercise. We always talk about this, the importance of exercise. Right. But if you think about it for your brain and your body's health, it literally is a lifeline yeah. to restoring your energy. I mean, I would wonder also how bad this is if he needs to take maybe a mental health break and maybe yeah. take a couple of weeks off from work and yeah. really just take care of themselves. You know, I don't know if yes. it's a man or a woman, but to just you know, take a break, take a break from work. Yeah. I had a client who actually took a month off yeah. um, because, and this was a man, happened to be a man, but he was so burnt out that he literally could not get out of bed. And yeah. 
Um, he started acting out. So that's be one of the things is you may start to lose your temper. Um, you may yeah. suddenly be cynical or paranoid. And so he just knew that he was going down a very dark road and he took a month complete rest and restoration. So yes, that can be one approach. And if you can't do that, I would imagine maybe you can just cut your hours back, maybe working three days a week or four days a week and working from home. Just try to figure out a way that you cut it back. Yes. Um, but to take your vacation would probably be helpful. Well, that's the other case. Is it? That's the other factors. Uh, many times people who are have reached a point of burnout have not taken what would be the normal breaks. They may yeah. find themselves working weekends all the time. They may yeah. actually not take holidays off. I don't know if this is true for this individual, but if you find that literally your brain and your body hurts when it comes to work, it's clear that you have to you know, pull off, <laughs> pull yourself out of the war yeah. room and get some rest. Yeah. Way or another. Yeah. And also start adapting some healthy behaviors, which is to exercise regularly, maybe take up yoga, deep breathing. Yeah. Um, in a bed early. Like, I think you have to probably really assess how you're living and yeah. be able kinder to yourself, maybe, you know, stop drinking or, you know, eat really healthy. Um, you know, it's kind of the usual things that we recommend in general to feel your best. That's right. Well, and also sleep is an important thing though. What's yeah. interesting is when you're in a state of burnout, you may not sleep well. So mm -hmm. for example, I have a client right now who, what he's doing is he's doing, he's exercising in, in the late, in the early evening He's doing meditation, listening to meditation tapes. This is someone who never, ever <laughs> listened to any of that stuff, but he's doing progressive relaxation, which that's one of those things you can find on YouTube or anywhere. Um, someone who can walk your body through a relaxed state to a walk, a relaxed state. And that's helping then to be able to go to sleep and restore your energy through the night. Yeah. So let's look at it from the other side. What if you're a manager of a highly productive team and you see that one of your staff is in burnout? What should you do? Um, I, you know, you've got to, first of all, be able to identify it. But I think every manager listening now that has a highly productive team, they should be fully aware of this. Maybe read some stuff on burnout because yeah. after the pandemic, a lot of people are suffering from this. And, you know, what is that obnoxious phrase we're calling right now? The um, quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. I cannot stand that. Um, they may be, they may be doing that because they're in burnout. That's right. Because if you have a highly productive team, quiet quitting doesn't, doesn't fit unless there's something wrong. So um, you, you're going to have to train yourself, any manager that has a, has a great team. And I mean, everybody really should train themselves on what it looks like when somebody has burnout. And then you're just going to have to make sure that they get the time off that they need. Yeah. If you want to keep them, don't continue to burn somebody out who's burnt out. Yeah. And I think- up. Sorry. I think one of the ways that you will notice that is it's usually someone who would normally be the, the cheerleader with positive energy right. suddenly becomes sarcastic or yeah. cynical or quiet, unusually quiet. 
And you can also often see it in the face to usually the, their, their circles under their eyes or their eyes may be puffy. Yeah. Um, there is a tendency often for people to either gain weight significant amounts or lose significant amounts, but you can see they don't usually look right in some mm. Well, you're going to see a change in them. So right. maybe you crept up slowly, but as soon as you see a change, it's, there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it does become your responsibility to make sure that you support them. Yeah. I so think- Kathy, you have a gift for being able to intervene appropriately. How, what would you say to an employee who you sensed might be in burnout? I would first just have a, a, a conversation with them and say, you know, I'm, I'm seeing that you may have to take some time off, but tell me yeah. what you're experiencing, what you're feeling. And hopefully they'll be honest with you. Yeah. And you know, don't be shocked by anything they're saying and allow them to be honest, allow them to say, I don't really like the work anymore. I can't stand this client. Just allow them to be honest with you so that you can say, I think we need to take some mental health time here. Maybe yeah. you need medical leave. Maybe you just want to cut back your hours for the next couple of weeks, but you, you know, you have a solid job here. We're not going to fire you. We just want to help you get better Yeah, and be as supportive as you can, because, you know, you, you want to keep good people and you can turn this around. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully yes. you can. Because it's really, you know, kind of their fault. Although who knows, you might have contributed to it. You might have to hear some of that too. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Well, so just to recap, if you're working with or if you are someone who's suddenly cynical and critical, if you're dragging yourself to work, if you're having trouble getting started, if you're impatient and irritable, if you lack the energy to be productive, if you are having trouble concentrating as this person is in the question that we uh, read, if you feel disillusioned or a sense of dread, if your sleep habits have changed, Mm. if you've gained or lost a lot of weight, any of these things may be indicators that you're either in burnout or heading there very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is an important topic, but that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, please tweet us at SK2 and uh, follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to receive our podcast email, text us at 228-28, that's 228-28, and type in my crazy office, all one word. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.